here at Making the Call, we love football. And we love football so much that to start off the episode this week, myself, Trent, Rosie, and Alex, we get you ready for the start of the USFL season. It kicks off this Saturday, April 16th. So we go through all the teams, the coaches of those teams, the quarterbacks, pick our favorite uniforms, and then we end up picking the official team of making the call. So we talk about that to start the podcast. We finish that segment with recapping the latest Dynasty draft that we just did in the Making the Call Fantasy League on the Sleeper app. Uh, we just finished that up over the weekend, and so we talk about um, just some of the really fun things that happened in that, who won the draft, who was a um, a silent night, as Trent calls it. So Trent has some awards from that. Rosie has an award for that. So we recap the Dynasty draft, and then on the back half of the podcast, myself, Alex, and Trent, we stick around. We talk about the Mavs playoff series against Utah Jazz, all the storylines involving Luka and his calf injury, if he's going to play or not, how that might change the outcome of the series, um, kind of where our confidence meter is at and all of that. And then after that, we wrap, we end the podcast uh, by just talking about some early impressions on the Rangers so far, about five games into the season. So we talk about things that we've liked and, and didn't like so far to start the year. And that's all coming up right after this. All right, to start off the podcast, I've got myself, Trent, Alex, and Rosie, and we are here to talk about the most exciting football league in America. Um, that's right. The USFL kicks off this weekend. Uh, we have been craving some NFL alternatives since our beloved XFL just got the COVID bug and couldn't survive. Um, but don't worry, they're coming back in 2023. But the USFL kicks off this weekend. Um, and we are here to pick the official USL, USFL team of making the call. Um, say that five times fast. But anyways, guys, what I wanted to do, I wanted to run through. So there's eight teams. And so I'll, I'll tell you the teams, the head coaches for those teams, and then the starting quarterbacks for those teams. Some of the guys you've heard of, some of the guys you haven't. Um, but that's just going to make it even more fun. So we've got... The New Jersey Generals with head coach Mike Riley and quarterback Ben Holmes. The Birmingham Stallions with Skip Holtz as the coach and Alex McGough as the quarterback. The Houston Gamblers with former Texas A&M head coach Kevin Sumlin and Clayton Thorson as the quarterback. The Michigan Panthers with legendary coach Jeff Fisher and Michigan former University of Michigan quarterback Shea Patterson. The Philadelphia Stars with Bart Andrews as coach, quarterback Brian Scott, New Orleans Breakers, Larry Fedora, and Kyle Slaughter. Tampa Bay Bandits with Todd Haley and XFL legend Jordan Tayamo. And Pittsburgh Maulers with Kirby Wilson and quarterback Kyle Laletta. Um, so real quick, because we've got a few questions to get through, get to, I wanted to talk about, you know, this was something that we saw with the xfl is like new rule changes things to kind of spice it up and make it a little more interesting um so i'll list out kind of the the main rule changes and then i want to hear y'all's opinion on which which of these like excite you the most like when like which one of these are you excited to see like play out um this saturday and this season so uh the first one i think it's pretty standard you can go for three and you can go for an extra point you can go for one two or three so if you go for three it's one play from the 10 yard line. Um, the second one is it offers an alternative to the onside kick. Uh, so you can still kick a regular onside kick, but if you decide that you don't want to do that, you can run one play. It's a fourth and 12 from your own 33 yard line. 
And if you convert it, then you just retain possession wherever, whatever the play is. And if you don't convert it, then it's basically a turnover on downs. Um, and then there's new overtime rules because, you know, overtime was a common, was a big topic of conversation after the NFL playoffs this year. And for the overtime rules, each team runs three plays from the two yard line. Each successful attempt to score is worth two points. And whichever team has more points after the three attempts, they win. Did that, did that make sense? Wait, so it's like consecutive? I'm going to need you to start. So, uh, the team's over. going like three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Wait, what's yeah, that again? <laughs> so, so the way I, I understood it is you'll have one team on offense, and they're going to run three back-to-back plays from the two-yard line and see how many of those plays they can score on. And then they'll flip and the other team will run three plays. And so whichever team, it's basically okay. best, you know, best yeah. out of three, whoever scores the most. Um, and if so cool. both teams are still tied after that, then you just go, you just alternate plays from the two yard line, sudden death style. Um, so that's the way they're going to do overtime. And then the final one is you're allowed two forward passes behind the line of scrimmage instead of just one. So of those four rule changes, the going for three on an extra point, the alternative to the onside kick, the new overtime rules, or the two forward passes, which one do you think is going to be more exciting to watch? Wait, hold up. Two forward passes? Behind the line of scrimmage. Oh, that's going to be the most exciting. How does that uh, make that's sense? That's going to change the game. Two forward passes behind. <laughs> so it's like, you know... <laughs> It's like you know how you know how they do it now where they'll it'll be almost like a screen but the wide receiver will be slightly behind the quarterback and then he can throw it to another receiver. Yeah. It's like that but the quarterback <laughs> does or the wide receiver doesn't have to be behind him. He can be like level with so him or I, slightly ahead oh, okay. of him. Okay, so he so okay. All right, I got it. You get it? I like that. I think that's my favorite rule. All right, give me more rules to judge, please. <laughs> so Okay, so Rosie, that's your favorite rule. Alex? Dude, I honestly don't have a favorite rule here. All these just seem sort of quirky and like, un- I don't know. It's just, they're messing with I don't with like what- the overtime rule. I think it's kind of dumb. Like, if I had to choose one, I'd just do the three-point extra point just because that one actually makes sense. But these other ones are just so out of the box. I don't know. It's well, not like, my What favorite. are you trying to do? Like, change this into, like, penalty exactly. picks for soccer? Like yeah. They could have, and especially the onside kick rule. Like, if you just have a decent offense, you can get twelve yards in one play. Like, you could just have the ball four or five times in a row. Make it, take it. Basically, that could happen. (laughs) I just think, like, if if you're gonna change the onside rules, you gotta you gotta make it to where like the percentage is like kind of the same as like an onside kick. Yeah. Well, but I think that's. I think that's kind of the idea, right? Is to make it actually possible to, like, if you're going to do an onside kick to retain possession, because with the current onside kick rules, it's pretty much impossible to do. So I think yeah. that's why they gave an alternative, but it's just to being me, experimental, you know. I just hope that one of these teams is just so dominant on offense that they just yeah run an onside <laughs> play <laughs> they just like, don't let the other team get like, the ball <laughs> yeah their team has like 10 minutes of total offense the whole game <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny um but i don't know i think i think the onside kick thing is the part that i'm most excited for just because mm-hmm. like 
if it's a late game situation, you score and you decide, all right, fourth and 12, let's just see if we can, like, let's say you're down two possessions, like nut up or shut up time. Like, let's see what happens, you know? But that's probably the one I'm most excited for. Alex, you said the third extra point. Rosie, you said the um, two forward passes. Two forward passes. Trent? Uh, I haven't been paying attention. (laughs) That's okay, dude. They're going to scrap I'm... it after one year anyways. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, come on. <laughs> you we'll shut have... your mouth, Alex. <laughs> You've got to believe. We'll be having the same conversation next year. With the XFL, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am all for maybe they'll throw. Maybe they'll throw a vowel in there or something. The XFL, <laughs> I think, actually has a shot, though. Could I buy a vowel? They've got uh, the Dwayne Johnson. is He's the owner of the XFL, isn't he? Or they the commissioner to... or something? Yeah, he is. The mineral, they need to hire I mean, a coach the rock? Bring him in. <laughs> the mineral, yeah. The quartz. <laughs> the stone. Yeah. That, that might have been one of the funniest things I've ever said. <laughs> that's, that's a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's pick our uniforms or something. Well, no, okay, so before we Shut get up, to Alex, that. Alex, we're having fun. Before we get to that, um, so I listed off the team names and I listed off the coaches. And you guys have it there in front of you in the dock. Right. If we were going to pick a USFL team based on the head coach, who would you pick? Uh, is this even a question? Jeff Fisher, baby. <laughs> Mr. 8-8. Eight <and> eight. <laughs> Jeff Fisher. Legend. The Michigan Panthers. I, I looked at the Michigan Panthers to see where they were playing. Is yeah. every team just playing in Birmingham, Alabama? Wait, they're not actually playing in their states? Uh, so um, I'm looking it up and the Panthers are based out of Pontiac, Michigan. No, they're all playing in Birmingham. I'm looking at it right but, now. <laughs> yeah, what? Mate, what the heck? What are we talking about right now? What is this? Protective, <laughs> protective stadium in Birmingham, Alabama. Like literally if you scroll through the schedule, it's just like every single game, every single week, Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. Are they what in a bubble? Heck? Come on! Oh, can we, I don't know. Can we get I'm to gonna... just take a tour of all the like old rundown stadiums, I mean, dude? We could honestly get to Birmingham, guys. It's not a far drive. <laughs> roll roll Tide all hits the road. <laughs> Let's see how much. Okay, so general admission for the inaugural game is ten dollars. Kids get in free. <laughs> <laughs> get in free with buy... a Dr Pepper can. <laughs> Does it buy one get one? <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, so we're all in consensus. If we were picking a team based on the head coach, it would be the Michigan Panthers and Jeff Fisher. No, no, no. Give me Todd Haley. Yeah? Uh, okay. Yeah. I see that. Not, not, oh, and I wanted, Austin wanted, so Austin couldn't join today, but he wanted it to be known that he is, he is riding with Jeff Fisher and the Panthers and he is not riding with his fellow Aggie, Kevin Sumlin. Um, Ooh. so he wanted that to be known on the podcast. So, Trent, you said Todd Haley. The other three of us said Jeff Fisher. Okay. Um, If you were going to pick a USFL team based on the quarterback, who are you taking? Shea Patterson. Because it's the only one I know. Michigan football. I'll go with... always dreaming about playing for this team. I'll go with Alex Magoo because he was like a Seahawks third stringer in 2017. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out. Seahawks legend. You know it. <laughs> Trent? I don't know. Magoo sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you guys want to know uh, and... the salary structure? 
And yes. Yes. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Wait, let's take some guesses first. Let's take some guesses. The average salary. 40, 40K. Yeah. 4,000. 50K. <laughs> Don't undersheet these guys. It's 45,000. That's not Look bad. That. For 10 for, weeks, I mean. And for, for every victory football. you get. That's the average, Alex. That's terrible. <laughs> True. For every it's victory, terrible. you get $850. And then if yeah. you win the whole thing, you get $10,000. Yeah, they get other jobs with a side of brain damage. <laughs> hey, it's their choice. Golly. <laughs> but hey, hey, kids get in free. <laughs> Can't forget that. So yeah, so the way, the way they're doing this is it's 10 weeks and then they do playoffs. And of the eight teams, the top four make the playoffs. So then it's just two rounds. Um, so it'll be a quick season. Okay, so two votes for Magoo, one for Shea Patterson. Yep. <laughs> Magoo. <laughs> Are we even sure? I thought it was. I thought it was Mago. It's no, Mag- it's not. Shut up. It's Magoo. It's Magoo. Okay. It's, yeah, we just even know. if it is Mago, it's Magoo. Starting okay. Now. Um, well, I'm, I'm giving. <laughs> I'm giving my vote to XFL legend Jordan Tayamu because uh, he was electric in his short XFL career. Just like he played for the, I think it was your the name? St. Louis. Jordan, your name? Nice. What? Te- it might be Tayamu. Oh. Well done. It's Tayamu. Te- Tayamu. It's, it's not Jordan, your name. I speak Spanish. <laughs> Anyways, I think he played for like the St. Louis Battle Hawks or something with the XFL, but he was very exciting. And that made up uh, XFL fantasy league that Trent and I did. I had him, and it just he was he was my workhorse. Uh, I don't dude, think you can that, call him electric. I feel that like league was over. That league was over. I had PJ Walker and somebody, and, and you had receiver. the receiver for Houston. I don't even yeah. remember who it was, but they and he had like five touchdowns a game. It was <laughs> yeah. a joke. It was bonkers. <laughs> uh. Um, okay, so that's our votes for that. And then, so I have a screenshot in the doc for for everyone on here, but yeah, it's all okay. of the home uniforms for these eight teams. So in just I'm bringing it up for the Twitch audience. See, this is what you get when you watch us on Twitch. A little bit extra. Um, so looking at these uniforms, if you were picking the USFL team based oh, just cool. on Florida the Florida State's in it. Yeah, that that looks just like Florida State. The maroon on top with the gold pants and gold helmet and everything. Although they do have a nice little blue and white stripe on the shoulder pads, which is pretty cool. Um, Because that makes sense. Well, it's the USFL, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, So that's one of them. So Rosie and Alex, you're looking at these uniforms. Which one you think just stands out the best? Just like, I'll go with that. I'll go with the one right next to Florida State, just because it looks the like... The A&W one? No, 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 the one that looks like Blue... <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Blue Mountain State? The one oh, in the middle. It looks just like it. The just purple just and like... orange? No, it's not purple. It's like a weird shade of blue, but... No, the A&W one. That's purple. Yeah, A&W. A&W. I don't know. I can't tell. Okay, okay so... By the way... So the Florida State one that Trent mentioned, um, that is actually the Michigan Panthers. So that's Jeff Fisher's squad. All right. And then the Blue Mountain State ones, it's like the violet and orange. That's not my favorite. 
That's not. Uh, no, Forest State one. I don't like that one. Okay. Well, the one Alex said, the purple and orange one, is the Pittsburgh Maulers. Uh, that so. doesn't match with Pittsburgh, though. Ugh. Yeah, it's. Not I, I gotta say, black. like, do half of these teams have to be like Chiefs colors? Like, <laughs> you got much. so many cool colors that you can pick from, and half of Four you of cho- chose red. red. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but isn't that the NFL? Like, if you really think about no. it, how many teams have NF- have red in their color? Chiefs, 49ers, Bucks, Bucks, Falcons, Redskins, Patriots. Falcons, you mean Patriots, the Commanders? <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever. Uh, but at least they're like different shades. Like these are all the same yeah. shade of red. Yeah, 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 I guess. All right. So, any other honorable mentions? Trent, uh, you my, say your favorite. My one? my favorite is the second from the left, the blue and white one. I think that's really clean. The looking. wave. Yeah. Is that the, the wave? That's the New Orleans Breakers. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Okay. I Sick. might buy one. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> Wonder how much they're going for. <laughs> I bet you can't even buy them. No, let's see. Let's go to shop. Hold on. I'm on the USFL website. They're probably at the academy clearance section by now. So New Orleans Breakers. You can get an an adult replica jersey for eighty bucks. Holy crap! It's still too much. Yeah. Yeah, just their regular like hat, just like a plain hat that just has the team name on it is $28 man I guess wait for it to wait for it to go under and then you can get it all in clearance (laughs) stocks (laughs) Um, okay yeah so the breakers one looks really cool the purple and orange one is is pretty cool Um, red ones are kind of lame and I'm not feeling the one that's like the black with the what is it like the navy pants I kind of like that one your color schemes are just not screwed up. Um, that one is that's the Houston Gamblers, the black with the gray or whatever. Um, okay, so that's a good segue. So if you were picking a USFL team based on the team name, who are you picking? So we've got the Generals, the Stallions, the Gamblers, the Panthers, the Stars, the Breakers, the Bandits, and the Maulers. I feel I like it's gamblers, a, but yeah, I, I feel like it's easy. Yeah. The generals is a much better name than the commanders. I did. It's the same thing. It's just different. Yeah, I know you could have gone with a better choice. Okay. But hear me out. Lieutenants. <laughs> Brigadier general privates. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> the, the privates. <laughs> the privates are going to go all the way. When the privates it's seven boys, go marching by in. Seven. Oh, when the privates go marching go in. <laughs> uh, give me the stars. I'm not biased at all. <laughs> With a, a stars jersey over your shoulder. I'll take the Maulers. Oh. I, f- I feel like the gamblers. <laughs> Beep! <laughs> okay, let me make a timestamp so I can bleep that out. <laughs> well. Let's take, where's the board? Four weeks of that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, Every curse word you say, you have to watch one USFL game. Dang it. (laughs) Well, Well, I'll turn on the open. For how long we've been doing the podcast, Alex is watching the whole season. (laughs) Congrats. You're going to be our uh, USFL expert. I'm going to be a stan. USFL stan. Um. Yeah, I feel like the Gamblers has to be the 
the official team name of making the call, I just feel like that's too perfect. Like, I mean, the Houston Gamblers, I don't know. All the parlays and sleeper squads and the David versus Goliath upset pick of the week. Like, But you can't even gamble on the Gamblers. So that sort of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that does. Maybe maybe Bobada will get it after. <laughs> yeah, Trent doesn't gamble. <laughs> Never. Oh, man. And that's your joke of the week, everyone. Um, <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I think that's everything. So based on all that, based on the team names, the coaches, quarterbacks, uniforms, you know, the elite stadium that they all get to play in in Birmingham, <laughs> what are we going with the with the official team of making the call? How are we leaning? Uh, we got to go with the home team, the Birmingham Stallions. They got home field advantage. <laughs> that's true. Are they just going to rotate every year? Diehard fans. I don't know. I don't know. For what, however long they last. I don't know, man. I don't know how they're doing. Wait, it. We got to do some more research. Yeah, this is a preliminary preview. <laughs> so, Trent, your vote is for the the Birmingham Stallions. Heck yeah, I'm a, I'm a homer. With uh, head coach Skip Holtz and Alex Magoo. <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta ride with Trent. Then we're the Magoo Nation. <laughs> oh, my mic just fell. <laughs> I'm in some trouble, boys. Okay. <laughs> Rosie, what's your vote? I mean, you know how much I love rooting for uh, Michigan teams, so I'm going to go with the Michigan Panthers. Ready to be heartbroken again. Michigan Panthers, okay. Jeff um, Fisher, come on. Bring it home. All right. I'm going Maybe with he Mich- can set the record for most losses in the USFL, too, or whatever this play thing is. hey <laughs> All right, I'm going with Michigan as well. So we're tied between the Birmingham Stallions and the Michigan, uh, what's their, the Panthers. So Austin's not here. I'm going to just call him real quick, put it on speakerphone, see if he'll answer and be the tiebreaker. It's not going to answer. Mine is pregnant. <laughs> hey, we need you to wow, be a tiebreaker. Okay. Okay, so we're picking the official USFL team for making the call. And it's tied between the Birmingham Stallions and the Michigan Panthers. Uh, Jeff Fisher, Michigan Panthers. 100%. Dude, wait, wait, wait. Tell them the Hold name on. of the quarterback. Okay. The Shane name, Patterson. So the reason we had two votes for the Birmingham Stallions is the quarterback's name is Alex Magoo. <laughs> Ooh, that changes things. <laughs> <Yes>. Right? <laughs> And every single game this year is going to be played in Birmingham, Alabama, regardless of who the teams are. So Trent said ultimate home team, home field advantage. <laughs> All right, I'm oh, he's yes! shifting. We win. <laughs> Woo. He said we had him at Magoo. We <laughs> have Magoo. Magoo Nation. All right. We got to make that shirt. All right. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Bye. All right. So there you have it. You Should I call him now and ask? Birmingham Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> Birmingham Stallions are the official team of the uh, of making the call. So they actually yeah. they they um, kick off the the action on Saturday night at six thirty. So you know, in commercial breaks for the NBA playoffs, you can just tune in to to the USFL. It'll be on what are Fox, they on? Fox and NBC, Peacock, USA, FS1. I mean, the, Ma- the Mavs play at noon. We should just tune in for the whole game. Got to ride yeah, the Stallions, go. boys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> Got my Mavs right. shirt on. I haven't watched a single game. 
I noticed you had a Mavs shirt on. I, li- I like it. It's Dirk. Love Shout it. Out Dirk. I All right. I don't want to talk about it. Y'all. <laughs> eBay didn't go well for you. It wasn't eBay. It was Facebook Marketplace. Oh. That place. That's where ah. the deals are. Thanks a lot, Zuckerberg. Yeah. yeah. All right. So y'all have anything else in USFL or we want to get into our dynasty draft? I already forgot everything. Dynasty. <laughs> All right, so we just did, um, just this past week, we wrapped up the Dynasty draft for the Making the Call Dynasty League. It's got all five of us in it. It's got a bunch of listeners, a bunch of people from the Sleeper Squad. Uh, Rosie really headed the whole thing. It's a 12-team, super flex. Is it tight end premium PPR? Yeah, half-point tight end premium PPR. Oh, it's so full PPR, but a half-point. Okay, yeah, got it. Um, so yeah, so we just kicked that off. So just initial thoughts, guys, thoughts on the draft and, you know, I know Trent, you've got some dynasty awards to hang, to hand out from the draft, yep, but yep, 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 yep. I felt like uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, it was fun. It took way too freaking long. Yeah, but that's just every draft. Especially oh, pretty quick, all things considered. I don't think we were pretty quick. Seven days later after they started. <laughs> And on the seventh day, we rested. Right? <laughs> Just as God intended. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the awards, Trent. So I know you have a few that you've cooked up for us. He has risen. He has risen indeed. Um, <laughs> First award, the Jesus Award. The Jesus Award goes to me because I love Jesus. Um, all right, so I do have some awards from this draft. They're very well thought out, so let's just go with it. You ready? Y'all ready? Yeah. Chess player of the draft, like chess, like King R four to seven six or something, like like seven, chess, six. like the board game chess. Yeah. That award goes to none other than Rosie. Rosie, you win the chess player of the draft award. Why Is you this ask? Like a three D chess or? Sure. 4D? Let's go with it. There's multiple reasons why Rosie wins this award. First reason is because Amon Ross St. Brown and TJ Hawkinson went three rounds ahead of their ADP. (laughs) (laughs) Whose fault is that? (laughs) It's mine because I drafted Amon Ra. But he had us so hooked on the Detroit Lions this year that we were like, "Eh, maybe we need to take this guy here. And so we did. (laughs) We did. And also, another reason why Rosie wins this award is because because he has three starting quarterbacks, I believe. Maybe four. I don't think anyone else in the league has more than two. Uh, I got three. I've got two. Or I've got three, sorry. Okay, but barely? Like if you count Jimmy Garoppolo. My guys are all yeah, no, solid starters. Okay. Well, who Rosie's yours, got... Rosie, I got Rosie, Tua. I got... Uh, Stafford and okay, Wentz. stop. All you right. said Tua. Right. You said solid. Who? They're solid starters for their teams. Calm down, Tua non. Who's, Tua non. <laughs> who's, who's even the backup for the? Do- oh, it's Teddy. Yeah, Teddy's okay, saying okay, that. Joke. Okay, Teddy okay, Bridgewater. <laughs> He'll be starter by week five. Nah, Rosie, you, you want to tell him who your quarterbacks are? So Rosie or so Alex just takes a seat. Should I go worst to best? Hold on, let me stand up first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
I got Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jacoby Brisket, Trevor Simeon. Okay, you're making me look bad. Hurry up and get to the good ones. Justin <laughs> Herbert, Russell Wilson, and Tom Brady. Who? Yeah. He's That's got three what? quarterbacks that could be in the top five this year. He re- like that's uh, that's insane. I, my first quarterback I drafted was none other than the greatest quarterback of all time, the MVP of 2023. We call him Kirk Cousins. Y'all call him a bust. He is the best <laughs> quarterback in the world. Kirk Cousins nope. is my starting quarterback. Love it. Love love the guy. He's gonna lead me to the championship. <laughs> Tom Brady's on the block. If you want to trade, well, for he's him. Tom known, Brady he's is been known block. for leading teams it's to very championships. Expensive. So. Yeah. All right. My next award. Y'all ready? I got yeah. the Jigsaw Drafter. I did. I, I tried to think of a funny name for this. I couldn't think of one. Basically, it's the guy that's like the John Gruden Drafter. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. It's the guy in the draft where you're like, what the heck is this guy doing? What, like, what? What's going on here? <laughs> this award goes to my brother from the North Shore, Lindy. Lindy. He, I don't know. His, y'all know his real name? I don't know his real name. Uh, he's Jacob. a listener. Jacob. He's a listener. Seems like a great guy. Love to grab a drink with him sometime when I'm up there. It'll be Go great. Go to Red Cow. Red Cow. Oh, stop, Andrew. Stop. <laughs> Best burger in the world, by the way. Red Cow in Minneapolis. Uh, he just like, th- this. this is a double meaning award. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing drafting? And what are you doing taking so long to draft? <laughs> he was fielding offers, man. This guy every time the, the first <laughs> contentious. Ele- the first eleven rounds of this draft. Hey, my my picks up for draft. Who wants it? <laughs> Who wants it? <laughs> Who wants my pick? I'm looking to move back a little bit. <laughs> what what is going on, man? And he like drafts like one running back all draft, and he doesn't draft a quarterback till. Well, I guess he gets Kyler Murray, but I mean that. I gotta say, he. Uh, I heard through the grapevine that he was bragging about that Kyler Murray pick, and now, now Kyler might be sitting out, yeah, holding out. Rip. No, no, no. I, I would I, never I, brag about drafting a guy who can't ride the rides at six. Oh, no, easy, y'all. Quit, <laughs> quit hating on Lindy. Hey. I like this guy. This guy's like he's he's like my best friend I've ever met. Yeah, you know. I like oh, no, I love, no, I love Lindy. Yeah, I don't even. I've, I've never met him in my life. No, he could be a tool for all I know, but I love him. Greatest guy in the world. What but kind of tool is he, Trent? He is a wrench. Uh, this is the first tool that came to my mind. I don't know. But, um, very useful. Very useful. Yes, he's a nice guy. Love this guy. He's from the North Shore of Minnesota, so I, I got I got an attachment to him already. His running backs are Aaron Jones and. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just looked at that too. Alexander Madison. What? Lindy, what are you doing? My name is Alexander Matteson. His shut his, uh, <laughs> He was just like I was just confused at what he was trying to accomplish. Like, he's got a grease hole. I, he has yeah. a one on one. Yeah, he's, he's got the first draft. rookie. He's gonna get. He's gonna get Brees Hall, and I think he knew that going into the draft. So I think that mm-hmm. in the long run, he played it perfectly. But at the same time, what are you doing, man? What's going on here? Why are Even we drafting? Why are we trading every pick? Yeah, <laughs> I think I know who this. The next Any one thoughts? Is. That's great. Any thoughts? No, I loved it. 
right, so sweet. wait, so another another person for that award? Is that what you're saying? No, what? just like any thoughts yeah. on why he picked him. Oh, why picked him? I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I think just because he knew he was going to get Brees Hall. All right, my next pick is uh, my next award is called the Silent Knight, the guy that never said a word, but when I looked at his team, it's like, what on earth is going on here? Oh, this I know guy, read it out, Trent. Read it this out. This guy's this guy's got an incredible team. Like he's going to win this year, guaranteed. I think I Not know guaranteed. who you're talking about. Who is it? This one goes to German hippie. Yep. Yep. Avid just, listener of the podcast. Avid listener of the podcast. <laughs> What's up, Derek? Halfway, h- halfway through this, halfway through the draft, I looked at his team and I was like, "Holy, you know what? Cow. Yeah, let's go with cow <laughs> or donkey. Whatever. What is going on with this guy? Let me just read you his starting. Let, let's hear it and let's pretend it's 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so his quarterback. Close your Jalen eyes. Hurt, his quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Not born and, yet. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. He's not born in 2019 yet. <laughs> Running backs. Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. Sheesh. What? What? Man, those four games with McCaffrey are going to be electric. Right? And that's got to that that's got to be like his, his his strong point of the team, right? Right? Nope. No. No. But wait, his, there's more. Yeah. Wide receivers. Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins. Which DeAndre Hopkins in the dynasty, I'm not like it's whatever. But if he has one more year of what he's capable of, oh my goodness, what is going on? It gets better. Tight end Zach Ertz. Eh. Okay, maybe maybe it doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Let, let me let me his 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 he's so we have three flex spots in our league. He's got Leonard Fournette. Which, if he stays healthy all year, top five running back. Ten, top ten. Okay, top ten. I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. He's he's getting pretty old. Tyler Lockett, which who knows what uh, – Alex, you might be able to speak to this more than I would. Maybe he was just a Russell what Russell Wilson fan it's, favorite. It's, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And then Robbie Anderson, which I don't know who – well, I guess DJ Moore. But – that's still a pretty good flex for a twelve team league. Not bad. And his his super flex is Ryan Tannehill, which he had a terrible year last year. Not his fault. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's not his fault. Everyone was injured. I don't, I couldn't even name a wide receiver. He was and he was also QB twelve. Just saying. Yeah, Kirk Cousins was QB five. So was he really? No, he wasn't. He was QB6 or something. I don't know. But anyways. And there goes Trent rounding down again. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Derek. You had a heck of a draft, and you played it very silently, and no one paid attention to it till halfway through. Well done, sir. Well done. Clap for, clap for Derek. Well done, German hippie. Well done, Derek. All right, next award. Sloth of the year. This one's an easy one. <laughs> Nike Frontline, Matt. You took seven hours for a pick. What are you doing, man? <laughs> like, there's surely nothing yeah. could be nothing could be more important than this fantasy draft. Nothing. <laughs> there could not have been something that you were doing that was more important than this. And every time we got to you, there was one time you picked, and then literally 45 seconds later, is your pick again, and you took two hours. <laughs> that was it. Was just a drag every time it got to you. Drag him. Um, your team's whatever. You're going to finish fifth. But 
<laughs> making the call. I'm making the call. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was just like every time it got to him, it was like, oh, this guy again. But um, love you, Matt. I, I yeah, love you. You I, can take I, it I however do, long you want. I do love you, Matt. Um, you are a great listener of this podcast. Um, but it is a but, little ironic that you are the slowest drafter, and your name is Nike and Sleeper. Just a little ironic. I don't know. How, how is that well, ironic? Nike's I, fast. Or Nikes I are like running shoes. Dude, you reached so far for that. Almost as far <laughs> as I reached for Amon St. Brown. Almost. <laughs> Not quite. You got to say his name right. Uh, Ramen, Ra, St. Brown, <laughs> Magui. I don't know. Magui the first round. <laughs> All right. And then I got, I got two awards. I got the draft winner and the draft loser. Draft winner, Derek. You win. Congratulations. I'm, I already went into all your team. Your team is incredible. I'm very impressed with it. I'm very impressed with what you accomplished without any of us noticing. Congratulations. You were the draft winner. Uh, draft loser. I had a little help from Rosie from this. Um, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast because this will be the last one he listens to. Bubba Fuzz, your team sucks. I mean, you have, you have Dalvin Cook, which is like my favorite player in the world. But it, I mean, you nicknamed him. Probably gonna get hurt. That's that was your doing. <laughs> so then you get to roll out Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Todd Gurley. Have fun. <laughs> Gotta hope he comes back. I, mean, I don't I even. The problem yeah. with this team is he's starting three tight ends right now. Okay, <laughs> so that could be a problem, but it could also not be a problem, you know? Because we're tight end premium. So if they're good yeah. tight ends, uh, who knows? I feel like. I feel like mm-hmm. Alex deserves an honorable mention for potential draft winner. I was just looking at his Thanks, roster. And, I mean, he's got his running backs are Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift, and his wide receivers are Terry McLaurin, Chris Godwin, and Cortland Sutton. Like his flex is where his flex is where it falls. Yeah, yeah. flexes are a little, you know, just got. But, but still, I mean, yeah, you have a great team, Alex. You really Thanks. do. I'm, I'm just not look, like I didn't look at yours because I didn't want to like you know. Be a homer. Be a homer with our podcast. Bias to our pod, yeah. Yeah, I love all you guys. But, yeah, especially if Terry McLaurin turns out to be what he's supposed to be. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. All right. And also, this is another reason why we didn't mention you as the best team. Rosie has a sniper of the draft. It's you, Alex, you piece of crap. (laughs) Oh, that's (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I was pulling up my rankings as, as we were drafting. And we drafted right next to each other at the uh, 2-3. Yeah, you took a, I was gonna take I was gonna torture myself and take Russell Wilson, but I think you took him one pick before me. That was the I one took him one pick after you. You picked Swift first. Okay, then I was yeah, it was so hard for Swift. Didn't I was get thinking you weren't gonna take Russell. That's right. Okay. Yep, and then you also took Chris Godwin right out from under my nose. Yeah, man, you were pretty convincing last week's yeah. pod. I, I wish you guys didn't listen to me. <laughs> and I also didn't know he was only 26, but I was younger or older. Yeah, he's he's going to be a stud. But who else did you get? You, you took Dawson Knox. I was hoping to get him. Man. Hmm. Andrew took Gabriel Davis kind of early, I thought. Did I? thought I might have something to do with that. All right, I'm back. I mean, um, eighth, eighth round, I mean, I took him in the – same range as like Mike Williams and Tyler Lockett. Not, still a little early though, like because he he's 
he's he's got like upside, but he's not proven. You could have probably yeah. gotten him in the tenth, maybe. Yeah, part of part of me was kind of projecting a little bit because like Cole Beasley is out of there at Buffalo. True. And so yeah. I think Gabriel Manuel Davis Sanders is gonna is get gone. Manuel yeah. Sanders is gone. So I think you're gonna see a lot more like third down receptions yeah. for Davis, but D- does Cole Beasley have an NFL job? Not at the moment. Rip. Yeah. We'll see. Um, gets, I'm we'll going to give an honorable mention for sniper of the draft just because uh, this one goes to Andrew. Two picks in a row. So for listeners out there, what happened is he drafted Saquon Barkley right before me. And I mm-hmm. was like, crap, I was going to get Saquon. Damn. And I, I traded, I traded Andrew my pick, which was the pick following that. For it Saquon. was in the fifth round. Yeah, yeah, it was in the fifth round. For Saquon and, and like his ninth round pick or something. I don't know. But I gave him I gave him my next pick and my eighth round pick. Or a sixth round pick, I think. I don't know. You you just pull it up. I I'm Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, yeah, you say it then because I yeah. lost. Yeah, so uh you traded me your the current pick you were on for Saquon, and then I also got your sixth round pick. Um and Which was the I, pick right after. Yeah, it was like five picks later. And then I think I gave you – I'm trying to find it. I think I gave you like my ninth or, or something. Um, yeah. Fleeced. But anyways, what happens? No, I wasn't pleased because I get to roll out two workhorse running backs and everyone else doesn't. But uh, what I, – I do, but go on. <laughs> I don't think Saquon's a workhorse. <laughs> Name another Giants running back. Well, Matt Breida. I mean, whoever's the backup because he's going to be in Jones. by game eight, you know? <laughs> Danny yeah, Dimes. Danny Dimes. The gazelle. Yeah, shout out to Alex. Or, uh, and, or, uh, or, uh, or, or um, you'll or, get uh, it. Keep trying. Austin. Austin. <laughs> Austin picked him two picks before I was going to draft him. I love Danny Dimes. Love that man. Um, but Andrew drafted Saquon, so I traded up for Saquon. And then the next pick, which was right before me again, he took Zach Wilson, who I was going to take. And so I ended up – it was a blessing in disguise because I ended up getting to draft Kirk Cousins. Um, So – I just wanted to leave him there on the board for you. you And you did, and I I appreciate that. I I thank you for that. It was great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. So that's our – that's our – draft dynasty draft recap and and our awards um y'all have any shout out yeah shout out to lindy lindy and brain 6969 can't wait to meet you guys in up because north shore minnesota pretty excited brain also lives up there doesn't he yeah he does i think he's a friend of lindy yeah that's right yeah well it was a lot of fun i'm excited for the season to start um yeah thank you to all the listeners for joining the draft hopefully we'll have more drafts and leagues like that, like I'm making the call community. I'm excited for it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Just continue to build it and have fun doing so. So cool. Well, y'all have any closing thoughts? I know back half of the podcast, myself, Trent, and Alex, we've, we're going to be talking Mavs and Rangers and saying prayers for Lucas Calf. But um, any closing thoughts before we uh, wrap this segment up? Somebody get Tom Brady off my team. <laughs> I'll take him. I'll give you. I'll give you um, his protege, Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Oh, you got Kyle Trask with you too? <laughs> I've got no, but I got Cam Newton, another New England Patriots legend. <laughs> oh, he, yikes! He needs to join the USFL. I'm telling you, like, why don't these these guys who have earned millions and millions of dollars just crap on these USFL Dude, imagine, teams? Imagine the crowd that Cam Newton would draw in Birmingham, Alabama. Went to Auburn, Dude, in too. the tens of tens. He went to Auburn, like, won them a national <laughs> Golly, man. There'd be like 76 people in attendance. It'd be crazy. No, there'd be 77. A, there'd be at least a dozen. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this segment. So on the on the back half of the podcast, myself, Trent, and Alex, we're going to stick around, talk Mavs, Rangers, and that's all coming up right after this. All right. To wrap up the podcast, like I mentioned in the first segment, myself, Trent, and Alex are here to talk uh, Mavs, playoffs, and early impressions on the Rangers so far. Uh, we are recording this on Thursday night. So tonight, the Rangers start a four-game series against the Los Angeles Angels. I believe Shohei Otani is on the mound tonight. Yep. Um, and so we'll talk about that. But before we get into that, I think it's important that we just do just emotional support circle for Mavs fans. Um, guys, how are we feeling? I mean, obviously, it's been a, a crazy mm-hmm. week. Luca strains his calf on the, on the finale of the season, and now yep. it's all in limbo. I'm honestly just up and down every time I refresh Twitter. Like I just see someone else's opinion. It's it's tough. It sucks. Yeah. Like there's not much more you can say. Yeah, it's just I I don't know. Shams is reporting now that he's gonna miss game one. Dallas hasn't confirmed anything. The big Dallas reporters, Mark Stein and Tim McMahon, they haven't said anything. So I don't know. Trent, where are you at on all this? I think he's fine. You think he's playing game one? Yeah, he'll be there. He was squatting today. That's a good yeah. – I mean, that's pretty good with the calf, I mean, who's, you know? Who, who squats with a straight calf? I will also say if he had a grade two strain, he would have been in crutches. So that that's a good sign it's not a grade two, you know? Alex Bryant, MD, all right. I never got a two. I don't. I'm just guessing, honestly. But just by looking at the grades and the – time it takes to recover i would guess that would be the case you think it's a grade one yeah if it was like i just said if it was a grade two he probably would have been in crutches like monday or tuesday but he wasn't just a boot okay so um yeah we'll see what happens i mean the mavs you know the the nba really decided to give the mavs a treat you know their their star player goes down with a calf injury well I don't know if that's the NBA's fault or if it's the Stars' fault for having a game at seven. Well, they could have played. They could have played. They could have played Sunday. <laughs> yeah, they could have moved it. Well, true. Because I mean, Stars okay. are in the heat of a playoff run, brother. Yeah, Mavs are in the playoffs, brother. Moved the Stars game back to Sunday too. I don't know. Uh, well, I just feel like they could have given there. the Mavs one of the Sunday games because, I mean, half the playoffs are going to be taking place on Sunday. I agree. I think they should have done that. So, and not okay, good. yeah, let's I mean, blame, the Stars, blame have, the stars have been playing the San Jose Sharks at 7 o'clock on Saturday for six, seven, eight months now. Yeah, let's blame it on Silver. It's his fault. Yeah. That guy sucks. You got this. <laughs> he's, like, he's like bronze. You got this Luka injury, and they just say, okay, you know what, Mavs? You're going to play the very first playoff game of the first round. Like that's bad for even, the ratings too. 
Like we're going to give you the lunchtime game on Sunday, on Saturday. So that's, that's frustrating. Um, they, what were you saying? They shouldn't even have a lunchtime tip. Like that's so weird for a basketball game on a Saturday. Like what is this AAU? What am I? 16? <laughs> no, you're 24. <laughs> like, I don't know. This feels like high school AAU stuff. Like, yeah. NBA at 12 o'clock on a Saturday? Come on. Yeah, I don't get it. I think it's frustrating. Um, I'll ask you this, though. How many games could Luka miss to where you would still feel confident picking the Mavs to win the series? Two. All of them. Really? Yeah. No, he's... Fine. Really? Do you yeah, truly believe fine. that? Yeah, truly, 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 truly. Like the heart. So if Luca didn't play a minute in this series, you 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 still think the Mavs could win? Yep. Interesting. Why? Didn't you say with like a couple weeks ago with Luca that we weren't going to get out of the first round because we didn't have a big? Wasn't that you? Why? Because I thought they were playing Denver. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, but Denver's just Jokic and a bunch of scrubs. That's all you need. The Mavericks are just Luca and a bunch of scrubs. Uh, but then, well, we're only going to have the scrubs <laughs> if Luca doesn't play a single minute. Utah sucks too. They have no team chemistry. Andrew, tell them about the stat about you know Rudy and what's his face. Oh, uh, the amount of times that Donovan Mitchell passes the ball to Rudy Gobert this season not a, not an assist, not a potential assist, but literally just a pass. He does it two times a game. Yeah, Rudy, come to Dallas. We'll pass it to you at least five. Guaranteed. Guess how many times Luca passes the ball to Dwight Powell this season? Over ten. I think oh. it was nine. Yeah. I overshot, but lately it's been a lot more than He yeah. probably passes the ball to Rudy more than Donovan Mitchell does when they play each other. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be real here. <laughs> it's about yeah. it's probably even, yeah. A couple so, turnovers. No, you're right. The the Jazz have no team chemistry. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like them. I think Mavericks, Mavericks right. defense is great. I think Mavericks take care of them easy. Well, Five as, games. as the great Dirk Nowitzki said, Utah is just a bad city. Yes, he did. <laughs> so, Alex, so, <laughs> yep. Luca could miss two games, and you'd still feel confident picking the Mavs. Yeah, just because if we split them, if we split him at home, he'll come back for that third game. I'm pretty confident in. Okay, so let's say. Let's say doomsday scenario. Well, okay, no, doomsday scenario would be Luca Luca doesn't play at all. But let's say Jazz win game one and game two. So it goes back to Utah. Mavs are down two games to none, and Luca plays in game three. Well, Luca's gonna just average fifty points a game then. Like we're gonna see something amazing. We're going in, in six if we're down two. And six. Four straight. Wow. Dude, Luca's he's built for the playoffs. Like No, he is. <laughs> If you look at the uh, playoff points per game and you limit it to like 15, he's above Michael Jordan, 34.5, I think it's the number. And Michael Jordan's 34.4. So you're here first, folks. Luca's better than MJ. (laughs) (laughs) Really adjust the stats. If you really (laughs) take it with a fine-tuned comb. Um, Goodness. Um, Yeah, I... I think I would lean more towards two games. Um, yeah. I think it all depends on how they play. Like like you said, like if they split the two games in Dallas, 
Honest, then, honestly, if they if they win the first two games in Dallas without Luka, I would say hold them out for game three. Bring them back game four. That would be about two absolutely. weeks since the injury happened. Like, absolutely. We, we can afford to lose if we're up 2-0. I, yeah, I like that. I mean, that's that's all in the best case scenario, you know? Abs- absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk more about kind of the game plan to this. So looking at Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd's, you know, obviously first playoff series as a coach with the Mavericks. If Luka's out game one, how do you, I mean, this, this is kind of a silly question, but how do you think that affects the game plan Kidd's going to roll out and what adjustments you think he's going to make? I mean, really, he's just going to fill in Dinwiddie on the, in the, not really the Luka role. No one can fill that role, but he'll just be more involved in the offense as the number two guard. But that's run, really run a lot it. of Brunson and, and Dinwiddie. And it'll, it'll also probably mean that Josh Green's definitely going to be in the rotation. Which is great. Yeah. Maybe more even Josh a little Green. bit of Trent's guy, Trey Burke. You know, you need oh! a guard. Stop, Andrew. Oh, I was <laughs> teasing uh, me. Sorry, Trent, but I was going to say more Frank Nielakina. Instead, yeah, of I don't even know who that is. So that does offend he's, me a lot. He's he's the best Frenchman in the in the series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not quite, but <laughs> his nickname is Frankie Smokes, though. No, no, though, no, no bad talk on Rudy. We're trying to recruit him. Well, after the series, during true. the series, he's dead. You're right. Me. Never mind. You're right. You're right. Yeah, um, the man that started the pandemic. That's right. <laughs> Patient zero. <laughs> um, yeah, I do think we'll see, obviously, a lot more of like Brunson Dinwiddie lineups. Um, probably see a lot more Josh Green, a little more Frank Nilakina, maybe even a little Trey Burke. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because you're not going to have – I think it's going to be a lot harder to have those nice, easy corner threes things are just wide open for Finney Smith or Bertons or whoever, because true. A lot of the reason that that happens is because Luca demands so much attention in the paint that when Mm -hmm. he drives, everyone collapses and then he can dish it out. And I don't, I mean, Brunson and Dinwiddie are great players, but I don't think they're going to demand that same amount of attention by the Utah defense. Um, Brunson should have, should obtain that much attention in the paint, but people sleep on that 50%. From the uh, left side, driving in, top oh, really? scorer in that zone. Oh, I saw that. That was uh, Kurt Goldsberry. He yep. he posted that. Yeah, underrated fact about that guy. But. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Um. So I think, like, I think honestly, and this was going to be a key matchup for me with or without Luca, but it's going to be Dorian Finney Smith guarding Donovan Mitchell because he always has the assignment of the best player and. I believe the last time, let me look it up, but I think the last time the Jazz and the Mavs played, um, Dorian obviously had the Mitchell assignment, and Mitchell did not have a good game. Um, He struggled. I think he had under 20 points, um, but it was like a lousy, let's see. So, yeah, Donovan Mitchell had 12 points in that game. He was 4 of 13 from the field, 1 for 4 from 3. And that's with... Dorian Finney-Smith on him the whole game, basically. Um, so that's going to be a big thing to watch. You know, Utah, they're a lot like Dallas. And I mean, even more so, Utah's a very high-volume three-point shooting team. And so it's just going to come down to if they're going to be hitting their threes or not. Um, 
if the guys like Mitchell and Conley and um, Jordan Clarkson, if they're hitting those open looks, then it's going to be trouble for Dallas. But same can be said for the Mavs. If Bertans and Finney Smith and Bullock are hitting their threes, then you know it's going to be it's going to be great for Dallas. Um, do y'all have Bertans any other? Going to play a lot? You think Bertans? Yeah. It really depends on if he hits his first couple shots. Honestly, yeah. yeah. It's like, get is like, he, is he feeling it that night or not? Yeah, he gets like five minutes, and if he doesn't hit his first three shots, we don't see him again. Ugliest yeah. guy in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, I. I'm yeah, trying I, I, I dare worse. you to argue that. <laughs> no, I think it's him. Um. So yeah, so that's. I don't know. Do y'all have any other thoughts on on Mavs? Yeah, and- I got one more underrated factor that I'm gonna toss it to my hype man Trent here. But underrated oh, factor. Oh, okay. All right. I'm, if I'm uh, so, if Luca is out for three or more games, but if like Jalen Brunson he steps up, scores twenty and ten, like last season he got played off the floor in the playoffs. If he steps up and he's able to basically almost replace Luca, like he could make another ten million dollars a year in his uh, free agency pursuit this month. So, Trent, I need you to hype him up like it's 10 minutes before game one. I need him to go out there firing. Let's go. All right, J-Bro. J-Bro, J-Brun, J-Brun, you ready for this? This right here is what you were born to do. You were a team player your whole life. Villanova, whatever high school you went to, you were a team player. This series, not about team. This is about you. This is about you going out, making that paycheck, getting that contract, making the Mavericks wish they traded you because you're going to go get paid a ridiculous amount of money in free agency because you are going to go out there and you're going to perform and you're going to be the best player on the floor. And you're going to dominate Utah Jazz. You're going to make Donovan Mitchell look like a little princess. (laughs) <laughs> get out there do your floater whatever you do drive the lane make the basket average 50 points a game only you can do this jay bro jay bro jay bro this is all you bro let's go that was beautiful go get him tiger <laughs> <laughs> well done I'm hyped. I'm ready to go play a playoff game. <laughs> uh, now I am. Now I am. Let's go get him. <laughs> Mavericks in four, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Man, that would be nice. Mavs in four. Oh, that would be fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean. I'm going Mavs in five if we're making the call. Yeah, let's make predictions. Okay, yeah. so you're saying Mavs in five? Mavs in five. Alex? Mavs in six. I'll go safe. Oh, you're so safe, man. <laughs> Dang it. Golly. I was, was going to go Mavs in six as well. Well, I like that one too, but Mavs in five sounds seven, more daring. Andrew. And after that pep talk I just gave Jay, bro. Mavs in four. Dude, I'll do Mavs, Mavs in four. four. I'll do Mavs. Okay, you'll do Mavs in four? No, I'll do Mavs in five. I'll yeah. do Mavs in four. Whoa. Let's go. Let's go. Why not? Yes. Brunson's going to average who, 50 a game. Who says no, right? I don't. I sure as heck don't. <laughs> yeah. So I say Mavs in four, Trent Mavs in five, Alex Mavs in six. Let's do Let's it. Austin Rosie Mavs in seven. seven. Or, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rosie Mavs in eight. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, the so the schedule for this. So they start off the playoffs Saturday at noon, and then they play Monday at seven thirty, and then they have two days off for travel. So Thursday at eight p.m. is Game Three. And then it just starts back Saturday at 3.30, next Saturday, and then Monday, Thursday, so on and so forth. So um, get ready, guys. It's going to be a fun playoffs. It's going to be fun. You know, it's going to there's going to be a lot of drama because of all this Lucas stuff. Um, so just be locked in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Do you all want to talk a little bit about Rangers, and then we'll wrap it up? Yeah. Sure. So the Rangers play tonight. Like I mentioned, they play the LA Angels. Um they their record they currently sit at one and four. Um, one of those games they got screwed out of. It should be two and three, um, but they currently sit one and four because of a bogus slide interference call and extra innings against the Rockies. That yeah, what the heck was that? It was dumb. Um, but early impressions on the Rangers so far. What have y'all thought? We're you know five games in, so very early, but just early impressions. <laughs> Honestly, after the first game, I was sort of excited, but ever since then, it's sort of been a little downhill. Like, we came back home, and now we can't score runs? What's with that? And then our pitching is, you know, we already said it's going to suck, and it sucks. Yeah. Okay. Trent? Um, I'm watching, so that's got to count for something, right? They've got you. They've got you interested in it. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm. I went. I'm gonna buy a Corey Seager jersey. Probably. Big fan of him. Dude, he homie's, is so good. Homie's batting like 500, and he's here for the next 10 years. I'm gonna be like almost 40. Mm-hmm. 36, 37, whatever. When yeah, his contract just, expires, we need a uh, Simeon to start hitting. I think he's batting like oh, 77 or something. Yeah, that's all right, though. We, we, we've we been dealing with Joey Gallo for a few years. We're used to it. We'll be all right. True. Plus, but. I think I saw a stat that said if you if you go, like, month-by-month month splits, April is the worst month for Simeon's career. Like, he always starts off slow, and then he picks it up. So, Didn't I'm not happen. worried about him. But, yeah. But, yeah, Corey Seager, man. I mean, he's been, ad- he's been as advertised. He just... Uh. Yeah, I'm going to the game tomorrow. I'm not really excited about it because hot dogs are going to be $25 a piece because middle infield costs $500 million. <laughs> Boomstick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, obviously they're one and four. And we said last week when Alex and I were previewing this that the Rangers aren't going to win a lot of games, but they're going to be in games and it's going to be exciting. And I mean, they already have. Let's see. They've scored double, or let's see. They've scored double digits once, but they've scored you know eight runs, three runs, twelve runs, four, and then one. So I mean, it's been I don't know. It's been it's going to be an up and down season. They're going to have nights where they score double digits, and then they're going to have nights where they score two runs and they give up ten. No, uh, I don't. I don't think this is the year that they're planning on winning. I think no, no maybe not, not even next year. But there's a lot of free agent pitchers this off season that I think the Rangers are going to make a run at. Cause I think they have more money to spend than any other team in the league. Courtesy of the, uh, the uh, lack of COVID restrictions last year. Um, so ticket sales and no telling how much money $25 they made. From, hot dogs. Yeah. $25 hot dogs. And however much, I don't know how much money they made from hosting the playoffs two years ago. 
when COVID was fresh, but I think that has a lot to do with how much money they have and how much they're willing to spend in the free agency market. Yeah. No, I have absolutely. great theories about Texas Rangers. You you were on one, what was it, yesterday? Holy smokes, man. I was just rolling in economics, man. It was just, <laughs> Dr. Was Hill would be so proud. Dr. Hill would be proud. I should send him that text I sent you guys. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's been, they've been fun to watch. I've been a lot more interested this year. Um, cause they have players that are exciting. Yeah. Whether it's Seager or, you know, party at Garver's Mitch Garver, or, you know, even Brad Miller, like what was it? Game two, he came in as a pinch hitter and it was a home run and a double and two at bats. Just like, why not? You know? Um, so they're, they're a lot more fun to watch than last year for sure. Um, and I think they're going to be fun to watch this year. They're just, they're not going to win a ton of games. And as long as you expect that, that's okay. Right. Uh, yeah, well, I guess, but I don't, I, I expect yeah, it to I mean, be like, a little surprising. Like Trent said, we're at least going to watch this year. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well guys, I think that's the podcast. I think that's everything we wanted to cover. Um, unless you all have anything else, but, uh, the moment that everyone's been waiting for the, you know, always a smash hit dad joke of the week. You ready for this? No. What has never four am. letters occasionally has 12 letters, but never has five letters. Four letters, 12 letters, five letters. I don't know. Now, you know, <sighs> dang it. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think Trent's still thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, he is. It has four letters. Trent, sometimes five said it. Trent, what but... has four letters, occasionally has 12 letters, and never has five letters? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That, that, was a, that was a pretty good one. I'll give you, I'll give you props on that one. That made me think a little bit. Yeah, Dad, you're holding up. You're holding up your fingers, like, what is four? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's a right. good one. That's a good one. Well, good. Thank you. Um, well, that's going to do it for the podcast. Thank you so much to those of you listening. Thank you to those tuning in on Twitch. Love you uh, guys. Yeah, love all of you. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, talking about how the Mavs are up. You know, three games to none against Utah Jazz, and maybe you know the Rangers have a nice clean sweep over the Angels this weekend. So. We're going to be talking all about that and more, plus the inaugural season of the, or the inaugural weekend of the USFL. I mean, there's just so much sports going on. Uh, I so we'll get you, it all I'm that. going to talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about all that next week, um, but hope everyone has a great weekend, great Easter weekend, long weekend if you've got it, and we will see you next time. Bye.